Welcome to Weird World. Welcome to Weird Weird World. <laughs> weird. God damn it. Weird World. Weird Weird, weird <laughs> World podcast. Weird, weird World. God damn it. Weird World, which I can't freaking say. So I'm gonna say that that's two words for me, please. Weird World. Weird okay. World. That show. Dad, shut your mouth. How the? How the? Rachel, the forgotten daughter. Yeah. Okay, let's talk about Satan. <laughs> he was <laughs> never. Square. Oh. And speci- I want to be a science teacher. <laughs> Uh, and we'll have to put a picture of Aaron's bangs on our. Oh, on shit. Our- yes. Look, it's Savage. There you have it. Da, 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 da. Hi, everybody. This is the Weird World Podcast. Why is that funny? Because I always smile at her yes. and then she laughs because she thinks I'm going to tease her about something. But I'm not. I wasn't going to. It's was really Hi. well done. Welcome Hello. to our podcast. I'm Dean. I'm Jack. I'm Carrie. I'm Erin. That was flawless. Yeah. You pointed. I did. It feels like it's been so long. It has been a little while. <laughs> Don't date us. I know it. <laughs> or, well, that's not Doesn't matter. It's been 84 years. <laughs> We've got something for you that's topical today. Are you done with oh, your... Um, is, it, is it a topical topic? It's it's not a topic. It's kind of topical. What? It's more of an ointment. <laughs> anyway. Is that your intro? Yeah. Are you going to tell... I guess we'll do it at the end. The whole week and find us and all that kind of stuff. Like we always do. I know. So what? shut up. Uh, Should I just go? Yeah. All right. Mm-hmm. Today we are going to talk about something that has, it's kind of one of those, one of my favorite uh, weird world subjects. It's just kind of forgotten history. Strange incident from history that's largely been forgotten, but shouldn't be, especially nowadays with North Korea mm-hmm. so much in the news. And indeed, a meeting between the North and South over there, so much in the news these days. Historic. Yes. We are gonna go back to 1976. That's a long time ago. The Bicentennial. Good job, it was indeed, Karen. That's very good. (laughs) Karen dates everything from the Bicentennial, it's weird, actually. That's your frame of reference, is the Mm -hmm. Bicentennial? Mm -hmm. It was a big ass deal in 1984, eight years after the Bicentennial, Carrie says things like that No, 1984 was the year I graduated from high school. No, I think it's the bicentennial the was the 200th anniversary of the Our United nation. States. Oh. Aaron, use context clues. You you literally just asked, "What's the bicentennial?" Yeah, you do. I what does alive. "bi" mean? Goddamn. What does "centennial" <laughs> in different context? Sorry. Everything it was red, something. white, and blue, and we drank out of mason jars. <laughs> What? <laughs> Were you drinking moonshine? The bald <laughs> eagle came by and they gave you your first gun or something. White lightning. <laughs> yes. Okay, you two very likely will be alive in 2076. Wow, well, that's, that's wishful thinking. I'll be yeah. 77. Yeah. What are the odds? <laughs> that's the. You that's don't think you'll be alive? Um, hey, the life expectancy of the U.S. is like 76. No, so. it's not. Just more than that, isn't it? It's like 76 or 77. Uh, Maybe for men, for women it's Nope, higher. for both. Oh. No, I'm pretty sure it's not. For longer. everyone. Look it up. Google. I will. Google. I mean. Okay, so let's set the stage with the something I'm sure you do remember, the Korean War. Oh, you bet. Okay, yeah. when did it end? Now, right now. No, when did uh, actually yeah. armistice? Like yesterday. Oh, my God. She's yeah, terrible. we knew that. She's, no, 1953. Jesus. But I thought there was like, wasn't there not a, like a, an official declaration yeah. at the end of the war? There was an armistice and a truce yeah. called in 1953. It's never officially ended. Yeah, that's True. what she's talking yeah, about. Yeah, I'm talking wow. about it's officially ended like yesterday. That's no, what I thought didn't. you were asking yes, about too. Yes, she did say CNN. that. CNN. 
See? Bitch. <laughs> Sight. Uh, Drop yeah. the mic. Anyway, the Korean War left in its wake the something called the DMZ, the Demilitarized Zone. It's a, basically a, a three-mile-long band down the middle of the Korean Peninsula separating North Korea from South Korea. That was, scary place. And it stayed like that, and it's still like that to this day. It's only three miles long? I think so. In most hmm. places, yes. Three miles wide. Three miles oh. wide, yeah. No, no, no. It's, it's the entire length like, of, width of the peninsula. Oh. <laughs> no, it's no. not that skinny. Like, so for a long time, this was the only place in the world where Western forces faced off right across from uh, communist forces daily. And it became just this insanely tense uh demilitarized zone. Oh. <laughs> I couldn't think about it, how to end that sentence, but it, it became this incredible tense. There's all kinds of incidents and, and, and flare-ups yeah. all the time. Some of the most serious ones were things like in 1968, the Pueblo incident, where a naval surveillance, a U.S. naval vessel, surveillance vessel, was seized in international waters by the North Koreans, and the crew mm-hmm. was held for a year. Another thing that yeah. a lot of people don't remember these days, but it was a big, big, big deal in 1968. In the next year, too, uh, one of our spy planes, an EC-21, was shot down by, by the North Koreans. Yeah. And, of course, who can forget the interview? The Seth Rogen, <laughs> James Franco movie that led to the North Korean hacking of, I think, Sony. Of Sony. Sony yeah. Okay? That's Iconic. a pretty, pretty big deal. <laughs> and uh, the DMZ, it's basically been this kind of low-grade war zone with lots of skirm- skirmishes and incidents and incursions for, for years and years and years. Isn't it kind of ironic that it's called the demilitarized zone? Well, when there's like heavy military presence on all sides of it, I, not within those three miles. There's well, not. yeah, not within the three miles, but on, it's like sandwiched yes. in between. Yeah. So it's like, mm. and it's surprising too to me how close both Seoul and Pyongyang are from the DMZ. They're both pretty close to the middle. Oddly enough, you think you want to have your capital yeah. a ways back away, yeah. for for the inevitable invasion. Well, Pyongyang is a hollow city. Yeah. yeah. Well, so things are still pretty stenced, tense today, stenced. and now we have this specter of these two mentally challenged world leaders of nuclear-powered nations are, are going to face off and talk about the fate of the free world. That's a little scary. <sighs> Thanks for reminding us. Sorry about that. But you don't I, think about that every day? I try not to, actually. <laughs> I, do, I know. Work. I just I mean, pet my dog and... Kim Jong-un and Donald Trump. Seriously. Uh, Honestly, two of possibly the worst leaders in the history of the the world. Certainly in in terms of major important countries, although North Korea is not really a major important country, but it has nuclear weapons, so it kind of makes it more important than it ought to be. Yeah, true. Are going to be in that room? That's frightening. So Uh, uh, I digress, though, because today we're... going to smell bad. Sorry, continue. Like our house does now because of strawberries. Shut up. Stop thinking about the strawberries. Strawberries smell like fart. No, That's not something that people think. No, they don't. Girl, so no, take a whiff don't. of some strawberries and tell me otherwise. Fuck off. <laughs> Spelled A-W-F. They smell like some beautiful, fresh spring air. Nah, I looked it up. They have the same thing that makes human vomit smell up in them. Ooh. So, False. Pan Moon John is the town very, very near the DMZ where we signed the armistice in 1953. It is also where there is the only place where the U.S. and South Korean forces are are directly in contact with North Korean forces. It's in a place called the JSA, the Joint Security Area. This is basically a a compound with some buildings and stuff like that, right? But it's within the DMZ. And literally, you have North Korean forces housed right across the, the way 
the plaza from South Korean and U.S. forces. Can I ask oh. a dumb question? Yes. Are there like other buildings and stuff in in the DMZ? No. Okay. It's a no man's land. It's that, a field. That's what I. This is the only thought. JSA is the only place okay. where anybody is. It's okay. Otherwise, it's a it's a no go zone. Okay. There's a couple Starbucks though. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Those two, and they face each other. They do really good business. Pete's has been trying to get in there somehow. So the JSA Joint Security Area is where this incident is going to occur because it's the only place where you have these North Korean and South Korean American soldiers. And by the way, the American and South Koreans were called the UNC, the United Nations Command, because technically South, the whole Korean War was under the guise of the United Nations. The United Nations fought the really? war against North Korea, technically. I didn't know that. It I was know South Korean and U.S. soldiers mainly, but there were Australian soldiers and Vietnamese soldiers and, and et cetera, a few British for a while they pulled out. The reason was because uh, the Soviet Union at the time when the vote was taken in the Security Council, the Soviet Union was boycotting the U.N. <laughs> in a huff, so they weren't there to veto that because they could have. Mm -hmm. And so the, the U.N. officially declared war or effectively on uh, North Korea. Huh. Probably didn't like that in the end, Russia. No, it was a bad call. Dickheads. So um, it's about, so imagine just this, this compound and there's kind of a line down the middle that separates the, the North Korean buildings from the South Korean buildings. And there's some um, bridges because it's kind of a hilly yeah, terrain. Yeah, some videos. It's and kind of pretty. It's, like, it's not bad. It's, it's in, in the it's spring, weird. it's somewhere where it's green. Yeah. Korea is, is a, it's more north and of temperate climate than people realize. For some reason, I think it's because the Vietnam War happened after. We, yeah. we thought of these things as jungle, kind of yeah, tropical. True, true. Korea is not at all. Hell no. It's a pretty cold climate, actually. It's very kind of temperate and forested and hilly and mountainous. Like northern Japan. Kind mm -hmm. of. Yeah. This, this means there's all sorts of restrictions on how many arms there can be, how many people can be armed in the JSA. And it's usually small firearms, like pistols, and only a certain number of people in the JSA compound area could be have guns, like five on, I can't remember. I'm into these rules. There's some serious rules there because you don't want just things flaring up. I mean, literally World War III could have started at any minute in, oh, JS, in the JSA and the DMZ. I'm throw some acronyms yeah. at you. I got some more for you. JSA, DMZ, BUS, KLB. BRB, LOL. Were you yeah. trying to do a radio station? Yeah, what was that about? Yeah. KTXLA? I think, I, yeah. I, I think she was rapping, actually. Uh -huh, I, I don't know. She was freestyling. It was pretty good. You should get Maybe you should probably get some uh, cornrows, I'm thinking. Oh, my God. <laughs> just, just go 100%. Little Dicky who? All in. Stop. Don't make fun of Little Dicky. And, okay, so the JSA is in this is this super tense place, and so both sides constantly watch each other, right? There's these various constant, uh, observation posts and checkpoints in the area. Because remember, you can you can cross from one side very <laughs> relatively quickly. I'm doing yeah. the hand gestures and carries. I wish I had video going right there my, because my they're <laughs> elaborate. The reason is because is because it, it didn't just go kind of across in a straight line through a circle of the compound like you think it would. It didn't. It kind of wound around and then came down. What near didn't? The JSA? The, the, the line within the JSA oh. that separated North Korea and South Korea, or forces from oh. one another. Yeah, it wasn't actually one, from this incident, they corrected that and they kind of, they made it a little more easy to, to control on, on either side. But anyway, it was, it's, there was these observation posts and these checkpoints along the way, right? And there's also this, these, some bridges over either Little River or some ravines, because again, it's this hilly mountainous terrain. Across one of these ravines was a bridge called the Bridge of No Return. Okay. Is that a great name? It connected north to south, right? There was even a line, like a red painted line right down the middle. It said, step over that, you're in North Korea. 
Damn. I know. It's yeah. very, that's a pretty tense bridge. And you're yeah. on your own. Yeah, you're in trouble. So near this bridge of no return is the a big old poplar tree. Ooh. With big, beautiful spreading branches. And in the spring, the sun when it was nice and green. It, it, unfortunately, it blocked the view from observation post number five and checkpoint number three, both belonging to the UN, to UNC, the, the, the UN forces, right? They didn't like that. Again, there been lots of things happened, including I mean, uh, South Korean soldiers had been kidnapped wow. before. Along, it, it was just along in this JSA area. Oh, okay. And there had been incursions constantly. So it sounds like no big deal, like, oh, the trees blocking our view. It was actually a pretty big deal because, again, constant surveillance was the norm yeah. here. And they wanted to see if, if the North Koreans especially, and this is that the North Koreans were constantly probing and these, these North Korean incursions all the time. And, and very recently, in fact, North Korean soldiers had held U.S. troops at gunpoint, enforcing the, the U.S. soldiers to send a rescue force to get them out of there. And that rescue force was captained, was led by a, a man named Captain Arthur Boniface. Remember that name. So, to make sure that the visibility was not compromised for the next incident, the U.S. decided that something had to be done, right? I think so, it cut down the poplar tree. August 18th. 1976, a team from the, the UNC consisting of five Korean service personnel with axes Aww. and 11 enlist, enlisted South Korean, what both South Korean forces, both South Korean and U.S., to protect them and were, were sent. The little uh, enlisted men was, were led by a U.S. <laughs> an American intendant, a lieutenant named Mark Barrett. The overall leader was Captain Arthur Boniface, of, and he was in command. Because there's only a certain number could have firearms, and they wanted to make sure as the soldiers, both Captain Boniface and Lieutenant Barrett were unarmed during this. That's also going to be kind of important. I'm guessing, yeah. So the this little group converges on the on the poplar tree, and their mission is to trim it. Oh, it much is mission trim. I'm good with that. <laughs> Mom really thought they were about to go murder everybody. Is that no, what you I, said? Aw, when they said axes? No, because I thought they were going to chop down the whole tree. Oh. No. Well, war. <laughs> well said. Is that just your response to everything? War. Uh, okay, Honestly, now you... yeah, with this fucking country. Okay, all right. So, again, due to the restrictions, neither Boniface nor Barrett were armed, but really it wasn't any worry. I mean, they, uh, apparently, allegedly, they had talked about this with some low-level North Korean forces and said, hey, in a couple of days, we're going to go trim that tree, the poplar tree, and even a couple days before that, they had started to do that, but it was rainy, so they, they, they put it off for, for a couple of days until the 18th of August, and they're going out there. They didn't really think, they were not ready for anything to happen, for the, this to be any kind of an incident. They're going to trim back the branches, everything's good to go, right? They weren't going to cut the tree down, just trim some branches, right? Okay. So don't worry about your poplar tree, Carrie. Thank you. Carrie's an avid gardener, so... Mm -hmm. Horticulturalist extraordinaire. I just read something, and as I sometimes do, I read the headline, that um, <laughs> trees apparently sleep at night. Not surprising. The word sleep was in quotes, so I don't know exactly what it means. They close their beautiful well, tree well, eyes. Yeah. They probably have like a different Snore, version of exactly. sleep. Some sort of dormancy. Excuse me. <laughs> hold, on, hold on, hold on. Do trees snore again? <laughs> okay. No, that, you know what? I can't make snoring noises. Makes sense. They probably don't grow. They, you know, refresh, reboot. 
Plants got hormones too. Yeah, <laughs> like we do. One of their branches okay. in a hot cup of water, they'll be themselves. Why does uh, Jack have to make everything something to be angry about? <laughs> Trans got hormones too, bitch. If that was, are you autistic? Oh my Can god! Can you not wow. like understand wow. social cues? That's our work. Okay. <laughs> Watch it. Be careful there. I have so, issues with everything you're saying right now. Uh, in the middle of the Operation Trim, a group of about 15 North Korean soldiers come along. Again, this is, there's, there's free range. People are, are interacting. I mean, I guess, I guess I shouldn't overstate. You know, it's not like, hey, buddy, how's it going? But, but both North Korean and South Korean soldiers are in this whole compound area. And so there, there, there's a, a couple trucks out there, these, these 11 enlisted men and these five tree trimmers. And they're out there starting to trim the tree when 15 North Korean soldiers come right there. And they're right there. They're right there next to the tree with them. And for about 15 minutes or so, they simply watch. They're just standing there watching. The American soldiers notice that their leader is a man named, someone they recognize, his name is Lieutenant Pak Chul, and he was known as kind of a hard ass. In previous incursions and, and, and incidents, he had been kind of just a dick, right? So they had nicknamed him Lieutenant Bulldog because he's kind of a douchebag. So suddenly after watching for 15 minutes, Lieutenant Chul goes up to Arthur Boniface, Captain Boniface, and says, stop trimming right now. You have no permission to do this. And besides, this poplar tree here that was personally planted and watched over by Kim Il-sung, our glorious leader, who takes oh, a personal geez. interest in this tree. You can't touch it. Captain Boniface shady. literally says, basically words to the effect of go fuck yourself and turns his back on Lieutenant Bulldog, ignoring him. I'm like, I'm not going to give you the time of day. He probably did one of those, you know. Talk to the hand. Talk to the hand. I'm assuming those gestures. Talk to the booty because the hand's off duty. And then he turned around. He might have. You know what? That sounds like and something a Marine captain Boniface would say. Would say. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If I know Captain Boniface, he probably said exactly that. So I think he's, I don't know if he's a Marines with the Army now, to be honest with you. So Pack, I'm sorry. Yeah. Lieutenant Pack, he dispatched a runner. He said, Sudden, suddenly one of the soldiers <laughs> ran away. He said, run. And 15 minutes later, a truck roars up to the tree and 20 North Korean guards come out. They have crowbars and clubs. So at least they're adhering to the restrictions yeah. on the weapons, apparently. Again, Lieutenant Bulldog demands that the Americans and the South Koreans stop trimming the tree. And again, Captain Boniface ignores him and turns his back on him. Okay. Are you properly tense now? And he orders, continue <laughs> the trimming. All right. Pack, then Lieutenant Bulldog, then carefully wraps his watch in a handkerchief and puts that in his pocket. Because mm, he doesn't want to break his watch. Yeah, that's, that's it. That's the equivalent of girls taking off their earrings and putting their yes. hair in a bun before a fight. Yeah. <laughs> it's a badass, scary move, to be honest with you. It's not a good sign. Arthur Boniface yeah, apparently did not recognize that as a, you know, as an omen. He, Lieutenant Pack then shouts, kill the bastards, and immediately the North Korean forces attack. Wow. The tree trimmers drop their axes and get the hell out of there. Same. The... Some of the, the, uh, of the guards, though, the, the, the South Koreans enlisted and American enlisted men are attacked and uh, beaten with the clubs and things like that. And a group of the North Koreans grab the axes and they set on both Americans, Boniface and Barrett. 
the Republican Republic of Korea guards were quickly wounded and kind of backed away. Boniface was knocked to the ground, and that was it. Five to six soldiers, including Bolt Lieutenant Bulldog, were on him in a melee with axes and clubs. Did they not have guns? No. no. Uh, the the, North the, only a few of the soldiers did have guns, but in this entire incident, neither side used any firearms. I don't get Why not? I, I, I'm not sure. Hey, I'm too scared. I like this. It, it, it happens in 30 seconds. Yeah. It no was over and done. But they. What they, was they, any of that? <laughs> no one wanted to fire the first shot. Maybe. <laughs> That's what I that was her Tom Petty. Mm. <laughs> no, no, it was uh, Sting. Uh, Sting. Sting. Brand new day. That's the only does the Z, the Z, the Z part, not the brand new day part. Brand new day. So. While Boniface was being attacked, Lieutenant Barrett apparently hopped. There was this low wall along the road there, short of the bridge, right, just near the bridge. He hops the wall into this ravine, into this ditch, really. It's not, it, it's, it's not quite as nuts as that sounds because um, the bridge was near this ditch, was about four and, high, four and a half meters deep, 15 feet. But <laughs> all you can see from the roadside is like tall grass and, and trees. So it's not clear if he knew it was it was 15 feet deep or not. Yeah. And it's not. And it's. And but he was apparently either. We don't know what he's doing. He was either gonna gonna try to get back to the South Korean side, or he was hiding, or he was just, or he was trapped there, or somehow. But anyway, he hops the wall. He disappears into a ditch. Meanwhile, the melee is going on. There's little fights breaking out everywhere. The worst one though was again five or six North Korean soldiers attacking with axes Captain Boniface, and he's killed almost instantly. Were they so, like literally chopping him literally up? Literally chopping him up. Eesh. There's there's film and pictures. Oh Y'all God. crazy. So meanwhile, so as they're as they're beating and hacking Captain Boniface and, and killing him, the US South Korean forces managed to sort of fight off or at least deter the North Korean attackers and they were able to retrieve Boniface's body. I think they're pretty clear he was horribly injured, so they they, they knew he was dead, but they're able to sort of get his body away from him, put it in the truck, and they take off and they take off back toward their side. They, at this point, they don't know what happened to Lieutenant Barrett. They don't even realize he's not with them. The whole thing, again, lasted 30, maybe 45 or 50 seconds. Yeah. It was a very quick little melee. It was just a sudden kill the bastards. They start attacking with the axes and clubs. Uh, they kill Boniface. Barrett jumps over the, the fence. The, the enlisted men get Boniface's body, get in the truck, and, t- and, and get out of there. It's that quick. What the? Uh, That's your quick little recap. Thing. That's my no. quick little recap. Yes. <laughs> well, just to get, let you realize, it's, it's not something. It's, so it's not oh, that. I mean, it's awful that the left lieutenant Barrett behind, but it's understandable. Yeah, and also he was hiding. Yes, he was. He was. Or well, some doing something. Doing something. So, the after vacating the bridge area and they get back to their side, though the Allied forces notice that some of the North Korean forces still the North Koreans stayed there right by the poplar. They notice that they're doing something weird. They, they notice on it. no. One of the North Korean persons, a guard, he took an, one of the axes and he went over the little wall and climbed down into the ditch Uh-oh. and he's disappeared for a while. Oh, After a couple of minutes, he comes back up with the axe. He gives the axe to a different soldier. That soldier then oh. does the same thing. Goes down into the ditch. They can't see him anymore. Comes back after a few minutes, and this goes on for sixty to ninety minutes. This is seven sixty to ninety minutes in a ditch. Is that inc- is that crazy? 
It's been going for over an hour. This is happening. They're going, what the fuck do you think that's all about? <laughs> it's seven minutes in heaven, but with an axe. Yes. It's and pretty a ravine. disturbing. Yeah, it is very disturbing. I, did, I was not expecting this, to be honest. Yeah. This took a turn. It I was, was expecting, like, someone got shot. No, bitch is getting axed. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Hence the title. The Korean axe murder incident. Oh, yeah. That's, oh, yeah. <laughs> I did not see an axe coming. I just thought about that. Wait, just, did you tell us that was the title? I yeah. did earlier, yes. yes. Oh. <laughs> I missed Maybe that. Maybe we should title it something different. So, um, just not to give it away. Because yeah. then people could be surprised, like Jack them was. People. Even though he knew what was going on. Well, happen. yeah, I like to surprise myself. Yes, that's good. That's good. <laughs> I, like for, I like to forget selectively mm-hmm. so I can surprise no, I like myself. It. I like it. So finally, the forces at the nearest observation post were told that Lieutenant Barrett was unaccounted for. So they sent out a search and rescue squad, and apparently they were told about the weird activity down there by the ditch, right? That, hey, those guards have been going down there with an ax now for a while. So somebody put two and two together, and they rushed to the ditch. They went down there. They found Lieutenant Barrett, but he was injured horrifically, but still clinging to life. Oh, God. So he's still alive. He's been down there for 60 to 90 minutes being sequentially attacked with an ax by North Korean soldiers this entire time, and he's still alive. So either they thought he was, they had killed him and they didn't drag his body out of there, or he's, he's fighting them off for an hour, hour and a half without any weapons. I don't know. I mean, he didn't have a sidearm. Uh, who knows what's going on down in that, that ditch? We don't know. But by this time, he's clinging to life. The U.S. The, the US soldiers evacuate him and they rush him toward a hospital in Seoul, but he is dead before he gets there from his injuries. The entire attack is witnessed, filmed, and photographed from observation post for the entire for the entire time. Everything that went on was seen. So wait, from by the South Koreans? By the South Koreans, Americans, yes, by the UN. Yeah. Even the stuff in the ditch? In the ditch. Again, apparently no one knew what that meant, that Lieutenant Barrett was so in the ditch. So they couldn't actually see No, you couldn't see down going... into the ditch, but okay. they could see the North Koreans going, going down. down there okay. with an axe. I thought you meant they could see the no. actual attack. In terms of the melee, that whole thing was filmed. Right. That's, okay. li- that's on film. That's on 35 millimeter film, and there were lots of still photographs taken as well. We'll, we'll post some. We'll put some up on the website and um, on Facebook. I don't really want to see it. Well, well you don't see much. There's, there's a little group around someone on the ground, for instance, and that's okay. Boniface being attacked in one of the pictures. You'll see that, but you don't, I mean, you, you don't see, you know, horrible wounds Good. and stuff like that. It's not gory. It was from, it, the observation posts were, you know. Pretty far away. Yeah, hundreds of meters away. So North Korea reacted almost immediately, right? They issued their standard, it was all their fault. We were just protecting ourselves from imperialist aggression kind of a statement, right? They, they cited, the North Koreans did, quote, 14 hoodlums with axes. Not true. Who, uh, and only four North Korean personnel were there when it was really more like 35. So not, not super accurate. And that they bravely tried to stop this horrible tree trimming and they were attacked and beaten by American and South Korean forces, quote, wielding murderous weapons and depending on the fact that they outnumbered us. <laughs> this is easily contradicted by the film yeah. and photographs and all the eyewitnesses as well. Seems kind of uh, seems kind of Trumpian, doesn't yeah. it? Yeah. You deny first you deny something that we can all see is true, and then you do it in a way to sort of prop up your ego, right? No, we were outnumbered. 
they had one, and when it's the exact opposite, the U.S. and, and South Korean forces were badly outnumbered, and and uh, you know they came at us with axes when it was the other way around. A little bit. Trump yeah. and uh, Kim Jong Un actually, they actually might get along quite oh, well. Yeah, they probably will. They're they're birds of a feather. So, so the U.S. reaction was also pretty swift. The U.S. command went to DEFCON three the very next morning, which is a pretty serious DEFCON, as DEFCONs go. What does DEFCON go up to? Five. Oh. I think. I hope I'm right. I don't know what the fuck's going on. <laughs> <laughs> you know what DEFCON is? No. You think it's a, a, a insect repellent? <laughs> what does it stand for? Defense something. <laughs> that starts with a com. Defense uh, command. I can't remember. I used to know that. So the South Korean president, some American forces like Henry Kissinger wanted to bomb them immediately. But Park Chung-hee, who's the South, he was the South Korean president at the time, he said no, which is weird because he was actually a militaristic. He was a, he was a dictator. This is before they had restored democracy. And, but he said no. He didn't want to essentially start a, a, another Korean war. So, but you still, you have to do something, right? You have to react. You don't want to start World War III, but you have to do something. Gerald Ford was president. This was just a year after the botched Mayaguez incident, which you probably all recall, in, nah. in Cambodia, where uh, a, a U.S. ship was taken over by Cambodian communist forces, and we sent a, the U.S. sent a, this kind of rescue thing that, that did a really piss-poor job, and 40 U.S. soldiers died in trying to take, retake this ship in a little island. So that had just happened. That was sticking in Gerald Ford's craw. The Vietnam War was not over for that long, and, and to make matters worse, Gerald Ford was literally at that time at the Republican convention, fight, fending off Ronald Reagan's attempt to be, to, to be the Republican nominee for president that year. Ford was going to win, but still, it was a very tense time. He barely won. People yeah. forget. He barely beat Reagan in those primaries to get the Republican nomination in 1976. So it was a, it was a time he couldn't look weak. So he had to do something. So he comes up with Operation Paul Bunyan. Do you know who Paul Bunyan is? Who's Paul Bunyan? That guy with the blue cow. Okay, but what was he known Fox. for? Fox. Having a blue cow. What else was he known for? Chopping down trees. Chopping, Chopping down, down trees. Cows. Chopping down cows. <laughs> <laughs> you, you seem fixated on cows, even though as It's an ox. It's an ox. <laughs> Babe. Mm-hmm. Babe the blue ox. So three days later. I didn't read that book. You didn't read that book? I don't <laughs> think it's a book. It's just legends. Joe Ford authorizes Operation Paul Bunyan, and on August 21st, 23, UNC, again, that's the United Nations Command, vehicles rolled over the bridge at 7 in the morning. 16 Army engineers with chainsaws, boom, hopped out. They were protected by two 30-man security teams with pistols and axe handles. I'm not sure why they didn't have the blades on them, but I, I, I read axe handles. Huh. Th- that's already more, more firearms than supposed to have, but still. Uh, one of the platoons went on the north side of the, of the bridge of no return. One went on the south side of the bridge. So they're closing it off. And the poplar tree is in between them, right? But they're just getting started, all right? The UNC forces also, they readied like a demolition. I guess they had one of the nearby bridges where, where North Korean forces could have used to get there. They, they set demolition charges to destroy that bridge. Just in case those demolition charges didn't work, they had a tank come out and point his big-ass gun at it to shoot that bridge in case it, it didn't quite fall. Uh, they, were, they also were building rafts to effectuate, effectuate any kind of, a, of, a, of a evacuation if they need to over the Imjin River. 
64 South Korean Special Forces with clubs and trained in Taekwondo descended onto the scene in a truck, in our couple of trucks, right? That's, that, like, apparently soldiers who were, because uh, there weren't that many soldiers, you had very few arms. So both American and Korean soldiers were chosen for being badasses and being, just in case there were skirmishes and stuff like that. They were all specially trained in hand-to-hand -hand combat and also recruited for being just very cool under pressure because they didn't want anybody just trigger, they didn't want some, you know, He's hair yeah. trigger cucumber. psycho there at all. Yeah. Cool as cucumber folks. And he's a ninja. <laughs> you had to be a ninja to be in the, in the DMZ. They came with the 64 South Korean Special Forces, didn't have any weapons, right, when they showed up. But as soon as they got there, apparently they were hiding a bunch of M16s and grenade launchers in the truck. Shit. So they grabbed their weapons and got ready, right? A bunch of them, of these uh, South Korean soldiers, had strapped Claymore mines to their chest. And they held the detonators in their hands and they faced off against the North Koreans on the other side, screaming at them, daring them to come at them. Come at me, bro, in Korean, was yelled at that time. Is that ballsy? Yeah. These are some badass dudes. So, the, and, and the, the, there's a quote from, I, won't, I don't have it here, but the quote from American soldiers is going, this was surreal, you know? And as as I, I have a 45 caliber pistol in my hand, and you have these special forces with their grenade launchers on one side, and the North Koreans, you'll see in a minute, come with their AK 47s on the other. I have my pistols, like, okay, yeah. this is stupid. But we're not done yet with the show of force. 20 U.S. utility helicopters and seven attack uh, Cobra attack helicopters also circled behind the UNC lines. Behind those was a, were a few B-52 Stratofortresses, bombers. They were supported by a bunch of F-14 fighter jets from the U.S. and some F-5s and F-86s from South Korea. Other fighters were deployed throughout the area, and for good measure, the, the, an aircraft carrier, the USA, USS Midway, uh, moved right offshore. So this is just this massive, massive show of force. And no, and, and you're not even done yet because they, they moved a bunch of infantry nearby. They even had a bunch of uh, 1,800 Marines from Okinawa flown to be in the immediate area. And nuclear-capable bombers passed overhead just to make sure the North Koreans knew that this was not a, something they wanted to do. Yeah. So it's just basically this massive show of force, and it did indeed scare the shit out of North Korea. So back at the poplar tree, the engineers move into place. They, they, I guess they, they park a truck next year, right? And they start buzzing the chainsaws. They get on top of the truck and just start, I guess, just start cutting up branches first before they start going for the, the center mass, the trunk of it. As they get ready to get the chainsaws out and start to cut down the poplar tree with the forces around them for protection, about 150 to 200 North Korean troops rush to the scene in buses, right? They are armed with machine guns and assault rifles. Again, that goes against the treaty, but it doesn't Who matter. Cares, yeah. they, they brought a pretty big show of force themselves, right? So at this moment, though, as soon as they arrive, Lieutenant Colonel Victor Vieira, who's in charge, he relays this prearranged signal, and suddenly the, the, all those attack helicopters and those fighter jets suddenly rise behind him above the horizon to be oh, visible. Oh, it's, it's like that one scene in yeah. Game of Thrones with Khaleesi. <laughs> so suddenly the North Koreans with their, the 150 North Koreans with their rifles and, and machine guns are just, you know, massively outgunned and have no chance. What do the North Koreans do? Absolutely nothing. Most sit, yeah. stay in their buses and watch as the chainsaws start to buzz. And in 42 minutes, three minutes ahead of schedule, that poplar is no more. They left about a six-foot stump behind, 
just to, as a kind of fuck you. Here's a reminder. <laughs> here's here's Kim Jong. Oh, wait, 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 Kim Il Sung's precious little yeah. personally planted poplar. You douches. So North and North Korea was pretty shook by this, by the way. For the first time since the armistice, they released something that almost sounded like a, an apology. Because remember, they had murdered two American yeah. soldiers just three days before. Kim Il-sung, he released this kind of half-assed apology, like, oh, I was sorry something happened. It shouldn't have happened. Maybe we got to do better next time. It's something like that. And, but that, again, that was sort of interpreted as the first North Korea, at least taking some responsibility the first time in the history of North Korea. Today, they, put a st- they have a stone monument there where the stump was, and the nearest camp to the JSA was renamed Camp Boniface oh. in 1987 in honor of the Captain Arthur Boniface. And there's a, a JSA like facility, a, a personnel facility in the, in, the, in the area there. It was renamed after uh, Lieutenant Barrett. What happened to Lieutenant Bulldog? You're probably wondering. I'm assuming you're wondering. Are you wondering? Sure. He, in uh, 1984, there was another incident. It's about eight years later. A Soviet uh, group was having a tour of the JSA. Suddenly, one of the, the Russians bolted across the bridge of no return to, oh to freedom God. just took off from the little tour group and just, just ran for freedom and a, a firefight okay so the north korean soldiers raced after him started started shooting at him to kill him before he can get that there the u.s and south korean soldiers returned fire there's this kind of a, a short-lived firefight right in that firefight three north korean soldiers were killed uh the u.s military intelligence was pretty darn sure one of them was lieutenant bulldog So he was killed in that firefight in 1984. At the very least, he was never seen again. So they're pretty sure. I mean, North Korea never says anything about anything. So, uh, and also, you're asking, I'm sure, was there anyone famous involved in that? There was another famous uh, connection here, too. The the original member, Operation Paul Bunyan, that took Uh place three days after the incident. One of the South Korean soldiers who participated in that was... Anyone to take a guess? He's now president of South Korea. His name is Moon Jae-in. That guy. He was one of the soldiers really? who was part of... I don't know if he's one of the 64... So, is he cl- like really good at Taekwondo? I, you know, yeah. I don't know if he's one of those guys or just one of the other soldiers or not. He I don't know. He's cool as fuck. He's like, he goes. He's a badass. Yeah. Trump goes and tries to like, like bully him. And he's just like, don't you It's over. <laughs> the orange thing pops. It just melts. So uh, over the years, 50 Americans have died in the various skirmishes and incidents along the DMZ. Oh, and by by the way, over 1,000 Koreans have died in these various incidents. Boniface and Barrett, though, were the last two Americans to die by hostile action in the DMZ, at least so far. I don't know that that was a strong enough reaction. What do you mean? On... Our side. It's funny you say that because actually it was considered a very strong reaction. In really? fact, they fact, chopped down a tree. Well, yeah, but they, they did it with a punch in the face show of force. A, 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 a show of force that said, if we really, really wanted to, we can kick your ass. Let's not forget that. I actually think it was a perfect reaction. It did it in a way that prevented World War III from from occurring at the time. It's funny you say that because there's been, I, some other things I read with some, some scholars, some American scholars who have studied, studied Korea, and one of them, I'm, I'm drawing a blank, I think it was Maxwell, he said that this, this actually has a great lesson for us now, and he's, he's written about this recently, he's, that, that you have to 
react to North Korea when they constantly incur they do and they still are they do these little they, they probe and probe and probe and they test your metal and if you don't react strongly and we haven't for a long time Bush and Obama administrations included by the way uh, if you don't punch them back then they they probe a little more that's their mo it always has been and this incident proved that if you do punch back they will back down yeah but I mean they murdered two people this wasn't I mean, you know, it wasn't a firefight and no. these two uh, yeah. got shot. They were murdered no, with axes. Right. It's right. very different than, you know what I mean? Yeah, I, I that's do. That's what I mean. I do. But it, it's interesting. I, I still think I, you, you do have to hit them hard and they will back down. The, thing, the other thing, that, the corollary to that is that uh, the scholars say that you need to give them an out. So you need to be smart about it. You need to, to, to punch back, but also give them an out where they can save face. They're very in, into that kind of thing as, as well. So if, if you do it strategically, you can control North Korea. We just have, we haven't been very good at doing that though for a while. Yeah. So we'll see. So anyway, that is the Korean axe murder incident. Lovely. It's, it's, I don't know if lovely is the right. A real pick me up. It is a little pick me up. Just to feel good hit of the summer. Mm -hmm. So hope you enjoyed that. Again, enjoy. We say enjoy for these things sometimes yeah. when they probably aren't things that people should enjoy. Well, uh, we'll do something it, lighter it next was time. a learning podcast. Yes, yes, yes. You're right. Okay. I, I don't ever remember even learning anything about the Korean War. In school? Be beyond no? MASH. <laughs> <laughs> Everything I learned about Korean War was through Alan Alda. Yeah. No, that's probably true. Yeah, no, it is. It, it kind of got forgotten after Vietnam. Yeah, it, it, and I learned a little bit about it. It did happen. It did happen. We're was, learning about Henry Kissinger. He was a crazy motherfucker. Yeah, I remember okay. learning that. Okay, that's good. That's a good lesson to learn. Yeah, yeah, he, and, and that's, that, isn't that ironic? He was still he was Secretary of State when this when this happened, and so he did want to do. You're on Kissinger's side then, Carrie, because he wanted to bomb him. Well, so. I, I don't. She wanted a bomb. No, no, Kissinger I, did. I know Kissinger, not Carrie. Well, yeah. Carrie says she wanted a stronger reaction. Huh. Yeah. Interesting. Interesting. I guess warmongering Carrie. There like was no, therapy. no, no accountability mm -hmm. for murdering. Well, they murdering. cut down their precious tree. Hey. What they really did. <laughs> <laughs> I see. So, Carrie, so Carrie's action reaction to debate is to make fun of my uh, loud noise. Okay, my squeaky. So thanks. thanks that, Carrie. that was speaking. I, I don't know. I, I like I said, I, I, we're, we're being redundant, but I, I think it was the right reaction uh, under the circumstances when you don't want to start a war, but you do want to show that look. Yeah, there will be consequences. Yeah, and they did show that, and apparently they behaved themselves for a little bit. Not that long. <laughs> See, <laughs> a little while. Yeah. Well, what can you do? And now look at now look at the North Koreans. I think if Henry and I had our way, things <laughs> would be very different now. Carrie and Henry, <laughs> birds of a feather. Which is just hilarious because I'm the biggest pacifist on the face of yeah. the earth. Mm -hmm. So that's it. Uh, tell the folks where they can find us. Weirdworldpodcast.com and Weird World Pod on Twitter and Weird World Podcast on. Facebook, Instagram, same thing. Which is what? Which one? I don't know. Weird World, Weird World Podcast. <laughs> I, don't <know. laughs> I don't know. Same thing. I don't know. <laughs> Figure it out. Weird World Podcast at gmail .com If you want to send me a little note, <laughs> which the kids love. Carrie's on Tinder as well. If you want to send her a note about the podcast or really anything else. No, wait. Oh no, I'm God. sorry, Bumblebee. <laughs> my bad. It's just Bumble. <laughs> Bumble. Oh, <really>? Yes. <laughs> I should know that. 
Actually, no, I shouldn't. <sighs> All right. Thank you for listening. See Goodbye. you next time. Love you. Bye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>